Welcome to Unstoppable Grace. I'm Heidi. I'm Danielle. I'm Laura. And together we've watched God work through our struggles, heartbreaks, setbacks, and even our most shameful failures to bring beauty from brokenness. In this podcast, we bring to you those stories, along with truths from the Bible, trusting that He can use them to meet you where you're at, shine hope, and speak freedom into your life. On our own, we are so far from great, but by His grace, we we are unstoppable. unstoppable. So gardening was always a big part of my childhood. Uh, My grandparents had a massive garden out back that we would all um, harvest at the end of each year. And and my grandpa would get the the old washing machine out. It was actually an old clothes washing machine. He'd set it all up. And my little brother, Jonathan, and I would help him haul wheelbarrows full of carrots into this this washer and dump them all in and wash them all off. And we'd, we'd reach our little hands in and try to catch these carrots. It was just, it was so much fun. It was like fishing for vegetables. But <laughs> it was always such a time of celebration. And Traditionally, the harvest has always been a time of celebration all throughout history. Um, But I had never really planted my own little garden before until more recently. And and so I recently harvested my very own little vegetable garden. And I didn't feel like celebrating as I stripped those little vines bare. Um, I remembered like just what it was like planting this little garden, you know, putting the seeds in the soil and covering them over with dirt and and I felt like that, that mother's love for her little seeds that she was planting. And I wondered if they'd come up. And it was so exciting when I finally saw the little sprouts coming out of the soil. Um, and then watching the vines grow and, and the peas. It's like my favorite vegetable is garden pea. And, and um, I loved helping these little vines just grow up straight and kind of wrapping their spirally little hands around the wire fence and, and, um, and weeding this garden and just doing all the work to take care of this thing to make it grow. And then seeing the, seeing the, blossoms emerge on it and then actually seeing my favorite vegetable emerge on these tiny little vines that I planted from seeds it was just it was such an experience and then came the harvest and it was just over and um, I kind of felt sad about it as I was picking these these peas and I realized in that moment that that I've spent most of my life waiting for the harvest you know, waiting for that day when my dreams come true and I can finally just live life on my own terms. There's a verse that um, that most people have heard in some form or other, even if you've never read the Bible. And it is from Galatians 6 verse 9, and it says, Let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap a harvest if we do not lose heart. And I've heard that at business conventions, all over the place. This is a common, a common thing. And and I think I've just always had that perspective that I'm waiting for my harvest. And I think one of the reasons that we're so unsatisfied with the lives we've been given right now is that we're waiting for our harvest to come in before giving ourselves permission to really live life to its fullest, um, the life that God gave us to live right now. The Bible says that Jesus has come so that you could live life and live it to its fullest. And, and I realized that I've just spent so much of my life um, waiting for my harvest. And I don't know, I think we all have different things that that looks like. Um, For me, it was, uh, I was planning to be a full-time working actor. I needed time and financial freedom. I needed to be an independent, successful businesswoman. And until that time came, my life hasn't even begun. And so I've spent so much time waiting for something and totally missing the entire process of planting the seeds and of watering and of pulling the weeds and of growing this garden that God's building in my life. 
But I think that we're all kind of waiting for something, and it looks a little different for, for each one of us. So the first question I wanted to put out there is just, um, what are some of the ways that maybe waiting has kept you from, from really living life to its fullest right now? When I was 16, my sister got married, and she was 18 years old. And so for wow. um, since then, at that age, I thought I was going to get married young. And um, yeah, I just had this idea that the first guy I dated, I was going to marry. And I did not have a stable foundation in Christ by any means. And um, ended up making a lot of really poor choices in the department of men for years, um, seeking, um, yeah, seeking approval from men, uh, trying to be good enough, always with this idea in my head that I wanted marriage, but didn't really understand what that meant. And so marriage for years became a huge idol in my life. Marriage is a good thing, um, but when you don't have the right context to the right attitude, um, and if you're not close with God and really understand what a commitment like that is, then things can go downhill pretty quickly. And for me, my harvest was, or I guess the goal outcome that I wanted in my life was to be married. And without that, I felt like I wasn't there. I felt like I wasn't good enough. And I focused on that for so long, for so many years, constantly waking up every morning, hoping that I would be there. And when I felt like I was far away from it, I felt like I wasn't good enough. When I felt close to it, I felt like I was on fire and things were great. Um, but inevitably, things just didn't turn out the way that I had expected and planned in my mind for a lot of reasons. And a lot of it had to do with where I was at in my life. And I had this mindset that marriage was this goal outcome that if I didn't get to it, I wasn't good enough in life. And I had the total wrong idea. And I was consumed by this this idea that marriage was perfect. And without it, I wasn't going to to be who I wanted to be. Right. You're not actually who you were born to be unless you have the harvest. That exactly. Yeah. And so I worked, not worked, but I just had this idea that I had to get there. And it took a long time for me to look in the mirror and realize that that's not what it's about at all. And until I, I took that out of my reflection in the mirror and just realized that for sure, marriage is a great thing and I still desire it, but not in the same way. And I'm content yeah. with where I'm at. And I know that that it will come in the time and, and that's okay. But there's so much freedom and getting to that place of being okay with not having that harvest that I really, really desire. But I also know that there's joy in the journey and God is using me where he has me right now. And that time may come. I hope it does. Um, but I'm not there right now and that's okay. And I'm just learning to take, um, where I'm at and live it. Yeah. Live it to the fullest, but also just grow in God and know that his plan is perfect and I might not have it all figured out and I might not have what I really desire, but I have God and I'm growing with him. And I think that that's the most important part. I don't think you are the only one to have this like longing desire for marriage and really? i think i thought she was the only one ah, <laughs> i think it is so common with women it's funny because when we sat down and i had my i have my notes in front of me and i look over and i see in your notes and both of our first thing for this question is marriage and i am married now but i think of how long i was just 
you know, since I was a teenager, like planning my wedding and what it's going to be like and who am I going to marry and having this list of what I want in a husband. And I think that it is so common for women, especially that, like you said, like there's this goal. It's like this goal I have to attain a certain time in my life. Right. In order to keep up. Yeah. Except the thing is, though, is that I am married now. And it is beautiful. I love being married. But the thing is, though, is that marriage wasn't, I, it was like I expected it to solve all of my problems. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. It mm-hmm. actually, even if anything, gives you more to work on in yourself. And it's hard being married. Marriage is hard. It's not easy. I mean, there's like few and far between where I've met people that have said that marriage is really easy, but it's not. Right. Um, and And I think... I don't know, because we're like, well, you know, if I'm married, then I'm not going to have this longing to be desired anymore because my husband's going to desire me. So you're also putting an expectation on somebody else to fulfill all these things when really God is supposed to be the one that fulfills exactly. these longings mm-hmm. in your heart. Mm-hmm. And so and it's like it's like that end goal. But the thing is that your life doesn't end once you get married. Right. It continues. And then and then it's not like you lose your asper- You You can't like at least for myself, you can't let marriage be the end goal because life doesn't end once you're married. You know what I mean? Like of course. Mm-hmm. your right. story goes on. Right. And I just, I remember, Oh my gosh, I was obsessed with it. And then, and then, you know, and then I had this boyfriend who I am married now to, to now. Um, but Nick and I, like we had a really rocky road getting to where we are. And I think a lot of that, um, definitely not the only thing of it, but the, a lot of that is I put so much weight on him like he became like this God, like I'm like, you're going to fulfill all my desires once I marry you. Like you're the answer to my dreams. And that's funny that I, I mean, not funny, but I think that most women, maybe some guys too, would put marriage as something that they've just been waiting for. And they right. just want this like and they're and, and then you forget to look at your own life as this beautiful journey that God has given you right in the day that you're in, not because of what you've attained, but just because you have life. So now that your harvest has come in, Heidi, I'm curious, is this like, is this, what happens? What happens when your harvest comes in? Is there another harvest up there that you're still working towards? Or is it just like the end? Like what happens? I think that we have to look at marriage as not as the harvest because the harvest, I think it's like it, you're planting the harvest once you're married. It's not, Mm. and leading up to, I guess not making it to be this huge, like it is beautiful and it is important. And marriage is, I think marriage um, is incredibly important, but it's not the end goal. It's like, how can I glorify God with this relationship I have? Mm-hmm. And I think that looking at it in that perspective now, instead of looking at what can marriage give to me, but it's more so, I think that perspective shift in seeing marriage as how can I serve others and what can I give to others? And you're always thinking of others. And so then the harvest is in how you serve in your marriage. So how am I serving God? How am I serving my husband? How am I serving my children? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would say it itself is not actually the harvest, even though I thought it would be. That interesting. That's kind of frustrating, isn't it? When you <laughs> think that, oh, my harvest has come in. But no, you just said this is actually planting the harvest now. Yeah. It's like that never ending staircase where you yeah. think I'm there, but actually I'm at the bottom of the staircase mm-hmm. again. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I was listening to a podcast yesterday when I was driving and it talked about the, the person that was leading the podcast talked about how, um, in life we have these obstacles and we, when we overcome them, we feel like we've achieved everything, but then something else happens in our life and there's another obstacle. So whether you're training for a marathon and you finally get to that point where you achieve that marathon, but your life doesn't stop, Mm, you continue to do like, whether it's an, a longer race or you go and do a Ironman, whatever it is, as you complete something, whatever that is, marriage, getting a job, mm. starting a ministry, you don't just, life doesn't stop. You continue. Yeah. And I think that the movies or everyone else, like just society kind of teaches us that you want to have that breakthrough in life. And when you get that breakthrough, um, you make it quote unquote, mm-hmm. make it. Um, but really life continues. And I think that we, yeah, we have to continue to grow our relationships with Christ. And as we get closer and closer to him, we will be open, like more doors will open, but we'll also be more prepared mm-hmm. to go through those doors. You're so right about uh, movies. Cause like, if you think yeah. about it, like back in, in, in Disney's getting a little bit better about it, but like those children's movies, like the end of the movie, like the, the whole, like Ha- they live happily ever after end scene yes, like it's done it. right and same harvest yeah and in romantic in in romantic films um not just disney films but even like rom-coms and stuff it's like who's this person gonna end up with and they end up with it then yeah. roll the credits or any chick flick that you ever yeah, watch. yeah but it's exactly what it is it's not life no it's at not. all that's it for now for unstoppable grace thanks so much for listening And stay tuned to hear more on this topic on our next episode.